This podcast is brought to you by sarahraven.com, which is home to everything you need for a truly beautiful and productive garden. You'll also find great and essential gardening kit and stylish, lovely things to have in your house to bring the outside indoors, all inspired by the garden and the house being tied together. There's also plenty of garden inspiration, how-to videos and specialist growing guides. So head over to sarahraven.com today to discover even more. Welcome to Grow, Cook, Eat, Arrange, the podcast of me, Sarah Raven, and this is episode three of our mini-series. So these little short bites of information based on the kitchen garden. And in this episode three, I really wanted to concentrate on the plants that I would recommend anyone who came to me who had a small amount of time, a small amount of space, and a small amount of knowledge so far to grow but even if you've got tons of knowledge this is worth just doing a sense check I think as to are all these on your growing list because for me I really have thought about it and these are my prime life enhancers as I explained in episode two I divide my year between August and April i.e about now and middle of spring and between April and August. And my favourite four herbs between August and April to grow and enjoy and harvest pretty endlessly are flat-leaf parsley. And I rather, in a way, have always been quite surprised that the one called Giant of Napoli is, in our trials here, the hardiest and the one we go and pick most. And actually, I was giving a talk at Hay Literary Festival when my veg book came out in in May, June. And someone from the audience said they were so sort of bored of all chefs who ever write and do TV cooking and stuff, always saying when when parsley is mentioned, they always say use flat leaf rather than curly leaf. And he quite rightly challenged me, Sarah, why are chefs so obsessed with flat leaf when it's a foreign plant, whereas good old English curly leaf parsley is one of ours and surely we should be celebrating it. And I know what he means, but really genuinely in the trials here, we have found giant of Napoli hardier than the curly leaf parsley. And I think it's to do with the flatness of the leaf doesn't hold the frost or the rain so much. And so it makes it hardier. I definitely find even in the winter, the flat leaf parsley is more tender. So I can use it raw as well as cooked. So I can make parsley sauce, but I can also use it raw in a tabule or something. So for that reason, and genuinely, I've done a taste test several times comparing English curly leaf parsley with giant of Napoli flat leaf parsley. And particularly when it's growing more slowly in the winter, there is no doubt if you had a blindfold on, you would choose the flat leaf every single time because it just has a more intense parsley, clean, grassy flavor You know, when it's at a slow growth curve as it is in the winter. So for me, that is absolutely my number one between August and April. So I'm sowing that now. And to sow flat leaf parsley, uh, soak it in a little like an egg cup overnight because it washed the germinator inhibitor off the seed 
and then dry it out on a bit of paper towel or a napkin or whatever uh, for a couple of hours so you can then sew it dry and that will speed up germination rate quite considerably. Now the second one is coriander and I find this is one of the most misgrown crops in the kitchen garden because we associate it with Asian food, um, whether it be Thai or Indian food. And so we associate it in our minds somehow with hot climates and dry, hot, dry seasons. But actually, it prefers the shoulders of the year. So it actually loves being sown in late August to harvest within about three weeks. And we tend to be able to harvest it by the end of September through October and even into November when we might get a few cold nights. If we have it inside in a cold frame or in the greenhouse, we can actually go on picking it quite a lot more. And then we will do another sowing in February, which we will pick in March and April. But it will then bolt because it bolts in the hot and dry. So it struggles when it's super cold and it struggles when it's super hot. So coriander is one of the best things for growing between August and April. The next one is French sorrel, which is actually a perennial, and that will die down. It's a herbaceous perennial. It dies down, completely disappears, but only in November, December, and January. And in February, up it pops again. And whereas in June and July, I walk past it. I, I don't pick it very much because there's so much else out there. In the lean months of the year, when it first appears in February and March, I'm picking it all the time. I take the stems off, I whiz it up with yogurt and have a delicious sauce to go with chicken or fish, or even I'll, I'll cook a roast chicken or I'll cook a roast whole fish. I'll take the juices out of the pan and, and pour it over the sorrel once it's cooled down to room temperature. You never want to cook sorrel because it goes a rather unfortunate cowpat green. So you just want to put it in with the dairy or you can do it with coconut yogurt too. Absolutely delicious. And you whiz it from raw and then you'll keep that wonderful taste and wonderful color. And the final one from August to April is chives. Chives are the first thing of the herbaceous perennial family along with French sorrel that come up in February. And here we have it against a south-facing wall, and sometimes I can pick my first chives in January in a mild winter. Then they'll come up and they'll flower. You have to cut them back, but they're much more high-maintenance once it gets hot and dry. So again, like coriander, they're something for the shoulder months of the year. So you want them, I think, in February, March, and April for harvesting, and you want them then in August, September, October. They're perennial, so you only need to sow it once in your life, and they'll be there forever. So those are my things from August to April. Then I'm going to move on to my absolute favorite herbs from April to August. Number one, without doubt, is French tarragon. And you have to get the French, and that's very green rather than silver. Russian tarragon has a silvery leaf and it's bitter. French tarragon has a bright green leaf, which is aniseedy. And it's one of the slightly trickier herbs. It likes good drainage. But it's herbaceous perennial, so it'll die down in the winter. But by April, it'll be up again. And by August, September, it'll be beginning to get a bit ropey and die back. But just keep picking, keep picking, keep picking between April and August. That's what will keep it producing. And if you don't want all of it, make tarragon vinegar out of it. So still harvest it. Just literally just put it, pack it into a, a bottle of white wine vinegar. And then you've got that lovely, fresh tarragony taste all the way through the winter months when it's not there because it is a herbaceous perennial. My next for April to August is summer savory. What does it, it reminds me of kind of thyme, 
crossed with oregano. It's a really unusual, very aromatic, very, I would say, kind of Mediterranean flavor. I adore it, coarsely chopped into a salad dressing over tomatoes at this time of year. You know, as August is so, August, September, it's so fantastically full of tomatoes. But I love it also with feta. Uh, over pizza, just as you would use oregano. This is an annual that you sow in March and by April you can, or certainly by May, you can stop picking it and you can go on picking it till August and September. And it's a much undergrown herb. I, I love summer savory. I think many more of us should sow and grow it. Oregano, closely related. And if, like me, you adore Greek food, then you have to grow oregano. Uh, there are so many dishes that are transformed buy it. It's a wonderful thing for cutting through fatty flavors and anything fatty like lamb or again, feta. It's absolutely wonderful because it really, really cuts through that sort of slightly fatty taste in your mouth because it's sharp and bright and sort of bursts and it's very easy to grow and you want to grow the annual variety, which again, you sow in sort of March, April to pick right the way through the summer. And the flowers look wonderful too. And it's fabulous, as are lots of these things, but particularly oregano for butterflies and bees is absolutely brilliant for pollinators. The final one to sow between, or to sow and grow from April to August is basil sweet genovese. And that is one that if you do have a greenhouse or a cold frame, probably sow and grow it in there. But if not, choose a really sunny baking bit of south face of your house or a sunny baking doorstep and perhaps sow it into pots because the Slugs do rather love it, but definitely basil sweet genovese. And if it's starting to look a little bit ropey, just take a stem from it or several and root them in a glass of water. And that then gives you a nice succession. And then when those plants are are beginning to look a bit not so good, again, just propagate from them. And you can just keep propagating from one plant, from one generation to the next, to the next. And it couldn't be easier. You just pump them in a glass of water and you'll see white roots appearing within days. It it couldn't be easier. So favorite herbs for beginners, August, April, flat leaf parsley, coriander, French sorrel, chives. You could go for the garlic. I tend to go for the ordinary. April to August, French tarragon, summer savory, oregano, the annual form, and basil sweet genovese. So that wraps up where I would start with your kitchen garden. If you're a beginner or want a bit more sort of refreshing or resetting with your veg gardening, then the next one in our mini-series, so number four, I'm going to do the same rule. So favourite salad for beginners, the ones for August to April, and then the ones for April to August. So see you then. You can find more information, photos and advice sheets on all the plants and recipes we talk about on this podcast by heading to the show notes or at sarahraven.com forward slash podcast.